Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Today on the program, we're going to catch up with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation to find out some of the great things going on here. Fall slash winter as we um, turn the page and... Uh, Thinking a little jingle bells, maybe. Yeah, Nate Williams joins us, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation here this morning. And um, are you thinking jingle bells right I am. now? So I am. Yeah, I love Christmas, and we're getting excited about it. Usually, we're in between houses right now. We're building a house, so I'm going to admit that usually we would have our Christmas tree up uh, by now. Already? Yeah. So um, we started this tradition at my house, and you're not here to talk to me about this. <laughs> we started this tradition <laughs> at my house about Halloween. We'd host a, a Halloween party, and we'd always have like a big, you know, fire set up in the fire pit up front, and hand out candy up there. And uh, what people don't realize is that people would come over and enjoy the fire and stuff like that. But the reason we did that is we had our Christmas tree set up you know early on before halloween and we were embarrassed of that so okay yeah that's that's why we started doing that but you know you know we're we're very christmasy at the williams household and i've noticed a trend okay uh i went to mcminnville to to warren county and apparently they have uh technology down there that we don't have here or maybe i just haven't seen it before but they had uh, a, a lot of homes had um orange white and black uh, lights outside yeah. and apparently you can change those from those colors to Christmas colors and so they, I don't know if they leave them up all year round or what yeah I saw I saw on social media somebody kind of cheated the system they had their house decorated for with all their lights outside mm-hmm. uh, and then they just dressed up like all the characters from Frozen and said <laughs> so after they were just ready to go ready to Christmas go. and they don't look crazy but we're getting excited Parks you, and Recreation is getting excited about uh the fall right now is a beautiful time to be yeah. outside to uh, get out and experience a lot of things and then we're looking forward to getting ready for christmas you know i have um i have taken quite a few phone calls and and i know melissa gets those i guess almost daily and um, i heard you talking with bart last week and parks and rec and, and the radio station partnering here with the uh the christmas parade it's i guess early 80s when Bart bought the station. I wow. think uh, had taken over uh, the Christmas parade. There, there was a time where if the station hadn't stepped in to pick up to do the parade, there wouldn't have been a parade. I'm sure someone, you know, in the meantime, might have picked that up to do it. But um, you know, it's it, it's a it's a big task, but something that we've always enjoyed doing. And I think it's a natural fit for Parks and Rec to help it is. out. Yeah, you know, I think it, it speaks to the relationship that we have with WGNS and all we've done throughout the years, but. So this year we're taking it on as a city event and working with some of the expertise that you guys have had for years doing that and um, taking it on. It's going to be uh, December uh, 13th. Uh, it's going to be the same route, same everything, but we're going to have kind of a parks and recreation flair to it. So um, the the question that I get daily, and I'm sure Melissa does as well, is, you know, it's it starts around, oh, July, when people want to know right. where they can sign up. and uh, it, Right you know. in the dog days of summer. Yeah, you yeah. Out about and uh, so, but, but it, it frequently gets, uh, as we get closer and closer to Halloween, the, the calls pick up about that. And obviously, this year is a different year with COVID and, and um, 
you know, just a lot of questions there. But one thing that we can say is, yes, there will be a parade, and you can already sign up online now. Yeah, you can go to MurfreesboroParks.com, and we'll have a link right there. We're already getting some of the registrations for it. So we are going to have the parade, and we're excited about it. We're, you know, asking. We are in a pandemic, and we realize that. So uh, we'll give more specific instructions on how to really uh, take in everything and what we're going to do to try to protect individuals. Uh, but it's going to be, of course, outside, and it's something that we believe that we can do as safely as possible. And it's going to be very Murfreesboro. We're going to come together. You know, Bart asked uh, asked last week about, you know, what's the theme? I think just kind of a community Christmas. We need a reason to, to celebrate together, uh, see each other, even though we'll probably have masks on. <laughs> but uh, see each other's bright eyes uh, in a special time of year. So, um, obviously... What we do know is, yes, a parade, some of the particulars as we get closer, and, and uh, but gosh, I mean, the route's long enough, we should be able to distance. and Yeah, I think that that's what we're banking on, and, um, and, and we're excited. Some of the other big news is that this year it's completely free, so if you've never entered into the Christmas uh, parade, uh, it's a great time for organizations to come together and build some type of a float or uh, look at some of the requirements we have, and all those are on our website. It's murfreesboroparks.com. And you can see kind of what our, our requirements are for it. And um, it's exciting. We're, we're very excited. Our staff is working hard. Uh, Bart and Leanne have worked really hard in sharing a lot of the information with us. So uh, it's going to be a great day. You know, I, I think, um, you know, the the 4th of July fireworks just kind of proved, number one, we can pull something like this off. And number two, how much the community needs something like that. Yeah, I know? think the community needs it. We heard it right after the, the, the fireworks celebration. Um, the heart of Tennessee fireworks celebration is what it was, but uh, what that meant to people to be able to see something that seems kind of normal. So as we navigate through the rest of this pandemic and kind of the uncertainty as we move forward, you know, we're going to do everything we can to, to protect people in our facilities and try to promote the right things. And, um, you know, we're excited, uh, but I think this is something that not just people want just because they're used to, but I think people need it. And you can say the same thing about what we see with the park system as a whole. You know, what we've learned is the vitality of people needing to get outside. You know, when, when their gym was closed or when they couldn't really participate in their normal activity, what people started doing was using the greenway and it's gotten more usage than it ever has. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about some of those fall things, but just to to wrap up our conversation about the parade, you've got the links per, uh, Murfreesboro Parks and Rec uh, uh, website. We've mm-hmm. got it uh, linked up on our website where you can find uh, easily to get to the uh, the application to sign up. And again, you said free, so that's good too. Free is a good thing. Yeah. You know, so another thing for some of our uh, uh, residents in Murfreesboro who might not. Um, have the ability or might uh, not want to get out in, in some form of a, a crowd, even though we think it's going to be a very safe uh, way we participate. Uh, we're talking now about how we can stream the, the parade live. So uh, we'll have more information coming out. Uh, we're working with some of our uh, communication partners here in Murfreesboro, and uh, you'll be able to see it. Awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. Hopefully we have snow, right? You know, maybe just a little snow, a, a little not sticking. Yeah, you know, not a deluge, but just a little snow. I think would be fun. How about snow and sixty? I don't think we'd have snow then. No, probably not. But it would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's called rain, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I'm just saying, if it was a perfect world, I think uh, we need to get Jennifer Wojcicki yeah, come back on yeah, and talk to us about yeah, that a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, but um, just no no snow sticking on the roads or anything like that, and we'll be in in good shape. So yeah, the, I see what you're saying though. Snowing yeah. just a little bit and enough where it kind of melts right mm-hmm. when it hits yeah. the ground, just yeah. for visual good yeah. pictures is what we're looking for. So maybe we can just see what we can do with that. I'll talk to Jennifer. She probably could do it. Thank you. <laughs> 
kind of talking with, uh, or we are talking with Nate Williams, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation, kind of thinking about uh, fall as well, and you mentioned the greenways. Um, you know, my daughter had a couple of days where she couldn't go to school and she got her distance learning done and decided to take uh, she and her, her little puppy out, and they uh, walked the greenway and, um, you know, just did a little – close to the water there and just had a good good time you know and we're seeing so many more people utilize the the greenway system and you know uh, visionary folks uh, helping to make that happen many years ago yeah you know we had uh bart gordon in town last week for the uh, the ribbon cutting or phase four and you know talking to congressman gordon about that really what that took uh you know to get that going and the leadership that we had fortunately that all came together and listened to each other from washington all the way down to murfreesboro uh, really created something unique murfreesboro had one of the first greenways in middle tennessee and it's uh, still one of the biggest and best you know we we uh, go close to right at 17 miles now um so different sections but the greenway is great there's always somewhere to go you know there's always something free to do in murfreesboro if you've got a family if you're of any age you can't ever look around and say i what nothing to do today you know i think this is a great time of year if people ask me you know what what can i do with the kids or what you know my parents are in town what's something that we could do i would recommend getting on some of the hiking trails you know it's a beautiful time of year to really see just kind of a different version of maybe barfield crescent park we have helpful staff up at the wilderness station who can uh, point you in the right direction and tell you based on your experience level um, how how you can really you know best enjoy the trail and and so many people they start hiking at barfield and they develop a passion for it and then that grows uh, you know and it grows and grows and they can go over and do some bigger hikes different places yeah um so uh, all of these the 17 miles is it all connected now so it's part yet yeah, we have a standalone section at walter hill uh, park mm-hmm. and central valley road so that's 1.37 uh, miles. The rest of it is all joined together, except right now we still have the construction that's happening at um, Highway 99, so that that section of the trail is still closed. Um, but uh, that should be wrapping up very soon, and um, we'll be able to access all the way from Thompson Lane or Cannonsburg Village uh, all the way to Barfield Crescent Park, which is really cool. And is there uh, a plan or somewhere in the future to um, connect that Walter Hill Central Valley yeah. section around? Yes. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're excited. We're, we're constantly looking for ways to connect. And I think that's one of the things that we get almost just uh, universal, you know, uh, uh, support for connectivity. So we're looking at how we connect the greenways to neighborhoods using, you know, multimodal paths and that type of thing. Uh, but we are looking at how we can connect the whole greenway constantly. And it's one of our, uh, most exciting things that we do. Yeah, well, at, as the crow flies, it's not that far from the Seagull Soccer Park. So, you know, that's city land out yeah. there. So. And, you know, we're getting a lot of questions. I think we've got right now uh, the girls' state tournament's happening at yeah. Seagull. So we got some visitors in town. And a lot of people are looking over there saying, hey, uh, what are you doing? Are you building some more parking lots? And uh, the answer is no. We're working right now. Uh, on uh, taking care of some of those fields we're going from a natural surface to an artificial surface and we'll end up doing eight fields out there Uh, and that way those fields will be playable we'll play all kinds of sports on them Um, but that's an exciting project that we're getting off that's really kind of an economic driver we have a partnership with the tennessee state soccer association uh, where we're going to be able to bring in a lot of different tournaments uh, different events that uh, are going to be unique to murfreesboro right now we're, we're fielding calls 
from uh, organizations across the country that want to, because of this facility, bring their national tournaments here. So it's great exposure for Murfreesboro. Yeah. And it's also great for our, our local uh, you know, soccer enthusiasts because this is going to be really the, the destination for soccer development. And, you know, as soon as we get that uh, Cherry Lane extension out to 840 and all, that, that'll make that really nice and <laughs> it's easy. All, it's all coming together. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're really excited. I, you know, like I say, in Murfreesboro, I think we have so much, the benefit of so much foresight uh, for years now. And we're just, you know, I, I look in my position now, it's almost like we're, we're receiving, um, receiving the re- uh, rewards of the hard work that happened 30, 40 years ago. So uh, a lot of that was really set into motion. And I think it's become... Um, a park system in a city that we can be proud of and probably the envy of a lot of other cities you probably take um, phone calls and questions from other locations about how, how were you able to do this and do that and 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 you know maybe even give advice on what other areas can improve in, in their locations yeah you know something we're glad to work with other communities and we have tremendous staff such dedicated staff who are constantly pushing the envelope when it comes to uh, types of programs that we can offer and the types of facility we need to provide uh, but we wouldn't have the flexibility to do that on a staff standpoint if we didn't have the support that we have from i think we have unique support from our council uh, and our city administration as well to go you know forward and do these types of things and navigate uncertainty like covid uh, and do as much as we can and you know i can't say enough brian about um you know what we've learned in this process over the past seven months now is how flexible and creative our staff is who have just a, a distinct desire to continue to bring these services uh to the residents of and visitors to murfreesboro so we've learned a lot and um I'm very proud of the people I get to work with on a daily basis. Well, um, do an awesome job, of course, with, with everything that uh, that goes on. And, of course, uh, the Facebook page, website, it's it's got information about what's open, hours, and, and, and what you can really participate in. Yeah, and we've had to change just a little bit with the uh, uptick in the COVID-19 numbers. Uh, we seem to be on a little bit of a curve where uh, we're, we're – we're, we're, doing the best we can to keep our facilities open so uh, sportscom and patterson these wellness facilities are are open we're asking people to abide by mayor ketron's mask mandate when they're in the facility our staff is um, some of the elements of the the facilities had to have been closed uh, but most everything's open so if you're used to water exercise or your normal exercise class you should be able to do it it might be adapted just a little bit but we're asking people really if, if you feel sick stay home you know if, yeah. if you're if you're not well uh, if there's an inclination that you might have been around somebody who might have had COVID, we're asking them to stay home. Uh, and if there's an extended amount of time that somebody can't come to the facility, uh, our staff have allowed for our superintendents to make decisions on extending passes and that type of thing if we need to. We want to make it right for people who aren't able to come. So we're doing that. Uh, and like I said, we're just asking everybody, let's, let's do the best we can uh, from a Murfreesboro perspective to, to beat this thing. And hopefully we can keep our facilities open in the meantime. Sounds like a great plan. Well, Nate, as always, I appreciate you coming in and uh, spending some time with us and uh, look forward to working with Parks and Rec and uh, along with the city and uh, Murfreesboro Police, everybody that come together to um, to make this uh, parade uh, the, the best it can be coming up here in just a short time. Yeah, we're just a little bit over a month away. And like I said, if people are interested in the parade or the parade route, um, and just the information coming up to it, go to MurfreesboroParks.com or WGNSRadio.com, uh, and you can look at um, um, all the information that we have up. And then, like I said, we're looking for new people to jump in and participate this year. 
and cost is not something that will hold you back from doing it. That's right. That's right. Good stuff. Nate, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nate Williams joining us with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. A reminder, if you missed any part of our uh, interview here, wherever you listen to audio, iTunes, Stitcher, any of that, uh, check out the podcast a little later on.